I would like to formally apologize for my hair looking like Dog the Bounty Hunter today. <laughs> I love it. It looks feathered on top. <laughs> that is not intentional. <laughs> What'd you do? Did you dry it upside down? I did nothing. I got up this morning. I got to sleep in. I got up and I took a shower and I was like, I'm not fucking even trying to dry my hair. Usually I'll like dry my bangs at least so I don't look like Dog the Bounty Hunter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't even want to do that. And then even when it came to my makeup, I was like, I'll put on mascara. Which is stupid because eyeliner's not hard. No, it's not. You're just like, oh, it's one less step, though. I've yep. done that. Yeah. And then all I did was go to the grocery store. And then I put on, like, basically PJs again. And then I went to the grocery store. And then I came here. Nice. And this is my life now. Yeah. All I like I, it. All I need are those glasses with, like, the earbuds in them. And then, glasses like. Glasses with earbuds? He, who wears, like, the sunglasses with, like, the earbuds in it? Oh, dog? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dog. Yeah, sorry. You could be my Beth. I will be your Beth. You got the tits for it. <laughs> you just need the nails. Yeah, the nails and like a leather bustier. <laughs> God damn! I have to wear a leather vest. <laughs> I need to fucking perm my hair up higher though. <laughs> oh my god can we perm our hair no let's bring it back okay <laughs> you <laughs> that convinced was easy. me <laughs> i still want to dye our eyelashes i'm down stuff i'm down to go fucking blind with you all right thank you i appreciate maybe that. wait till i get to see my fucking unborn child you'll learn how to feel their face <laughs> <laughs> helen keller it yeah <laughs> feel what they look like <laughs> And then my luck will be that this one will come out looking exactly like me. I'll be like, God damn it. I didn't even get to see it. <laughs> right. My first child looks exactly like my husband. That's true. So does mine. Uh, what the fuck? We don't have strong genes. Yeah. What's up with that shit, man? I don't know. Like, I carried you forever. Yeah. Nine months to be exact. Yeah. And then I cared for you and still do care for you. <laughs> but it's about to stop if you keep looking like him. <laughs> Change your face, kid. <laughs> But they are fucking adorable, huh? Yeah, they are. Oh, biology. Yeah, right? All right, Aaron. All right, Welcome Stacey. to episode 32 of Hasta Goddamn. Crushed it. This is the first time I did the intro and I didn't fucking stutter all over the place. That's what I was thinking. I was like, she knows what episode it is. <laughs> <laughs> I paused for a second, but you know. <laughs> good for good. her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Aaron, give me your goddamn. Well, my goddamn is my sweet baby stayed the night at his grandpa's house last night yay for the very first time in his whole life really yeah. has he never stayed anywhere no he's never <gasps> stayed anywhere overnight congratulations yeah. how did it feel to sleep in the next morning uh brandon and i both woke up at seven o'clock on the dot <laughs> we were like both Where moving around and brandon goes it's seven exactly <laughs> and i just laughed and like closed my eyes again like nope <laughs> not getting up yet yep not doing that Ah, yeah how do you do I guess he did great. Um, like he didn't champ. go to sleep until 9.30. God damn. But I think that's because Brandon's dad is like, he wasn't tired. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they like, like play with him. Grandparents yeah. are good at that. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I just put him down. I don't <laughs> care if he's tired. I'm yeah. done. He looks I, tired. Uh, at 7.30, I'm done being a mom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now it's my time. <laughs> we got home and we're like, what do we do? Isn't it the weirdest feeling? Yeah. Not having him around? Yeah. When I was going to bed, I like make sure that all the doors and stuff are locked and I looked at his door and it was open and it was like my heart sank for a like, minute because I always close his door and I'm like, oh, he's not here. My baby. Yeah. But that was pretty exciting. That is exciting. Congratulations to many Thank more you. nights like that. I know, right? <laughs> Grandpa's house. Yeah, yeah. That's the advantage of having these built-in babysitters. Yeah, right? <laughs> my son stayed the night 
a couple times at my parents' house and Lee's mom's house just for like, I think one night was for Kaboo or something. We went to a concert, so we were getting home late mm-hmm. and we yeah. were both wasted. So we were in no shape to take care of a child. To be parents. Yeah. And then uh, the other time was we went to Vegas for two nights, just Ooh. Lee and I. Yeah. Oh my God. It was literally like the highlight of our lives. We talk about it all the time. Like it was our goddamn honeymoon <laughs> or something. We're like, I can't wait till we can go to Vegas again together. Like one Remember of the nights we slept. Yeah. One of the nights we literally went to bed at eight. Oh my and God. And we were like, we're not getting out of this bed till at least noon. And it's the same thing. We we're both awake at seven. Like, do you just want to shower and go gamble some more? <laughs> and we were like showered down in the casino by 10 o'clock drinking a corona again like god damn i miss this life oh yeah i want to do that that sounds fun doesn't it well god damn congratulations on that one little step of freedom thank you you're welcome i appreciate it to many more yes what's your goddamn stacy i sit in a lot of traffic every day as a result of my job and I have some minor form of road rage built into my system now, uh-huh. <laughs> just from years of sitting in two hours of traffic a day. And the other day, I was picking up my child from daycare, and I was pissed. It fucking so much traffic. I was so over everybody, whatever. But I was trying to be in a good mood because now I have my son, and like, it he wasn't a part of any of that, you know? Like, yeah. yay, life is better, right? Yeah. And also, if road rage takes longer than like a minute to get over you have some fucking personal problems yeah yeah it should ruin your life yeah so i'm over here trying to get rid of my personal problems and as i'm driving some guy cuts me off and my son has this little thing where he goes around and he'll ask like there'll be a guy on a motorcycle and he'll say mommy what's this guy's name what's this guy's name he'll see an airplane he'll say what's this guy's name and i'm always like i don't know his name you know and we'll come up like what do you think it is his name's fucking asshole (laughs) yeah like what do you think it is and my son will be like i don't know and it's just like he goes on forever because he's just learning to talk and so he talks a bunch right yeah so we're driving this guy cuts me off and i go well you're a fucking jerk and uh, (laughs) like not even remembering my son is in the car and my son starts pointing to all the cars around us and he goes mommy this guy jerk also this guy jerk also (laughs) mommy is this guy a jerk also and I was in such a mood that, like, I should have used that time as a respectable parent to be like, oh, honey, mommy said a word and you shouldn't repeat it. Not that jerk's that fucking awful compared to what else comes out of my mouth. And yeah. at least he didn't catch on to fuck. But, <laughs> you know, it should have been like, oh, we don't call people that, you know, whatever. A teaching moment. Yeah, it should have been a teaching moment. Instead, he's like, mommy, this guy a jerk also? And I was like, probably. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> probably absolutely is he not using his blinker over there he looks like like a jerk (laughs) do you see his face definitely (laughs) so then i got home and i had to warn my husband like uh by the way (laughs) i may have taught our son a new word (laughs) and everybody's a jerk oh man that's funny yep oh god damn funny both of ours are about being a parent yeah it's a big part of our life. <laughs> <laughs> it's a huge part of our lives. Yeah. All right, Stacy, you ready to hear my story? I'm ready to hear your fucking story. Oh, okay. I got a little bit of a ghost story. <gasps> oh, yeah. my gosh. I'm so excited. Yeah. Switching it up. Yeah, but not really. <laughs> <laughs> it has ghostly qualities, but it's not actually about ghosts. Probably. Maybe. Ooh. You be the judge. Okay. Okay. So, mine is about the New London Ledge Lighthouse. It was built in 1909 along the coast of Connecticut. Okay. There is a very famous ghost story that's associated with it, and 
Apparently, the lighthouse had individual keepers until 1939 when the Coast Guard took over. And then in 1987, the lighthouse was fully automated, so no one had to stay on site anymore. Okay. But up until then, you always had, like, you know, the lighthouse keeper that was living in Somebody turn the light on. Yeah. Like, now! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, thank God. Got it just in time. (laughs) So, apparently there was a man named John Randolph who lived in the lighthouse in the 1920s, and his wife left him for a ferry captain. What? Yeah. I don't know which is better. A lighthouse keeper or a ferry captain, but he was pretty upset about it. Yeah. So he jumped off the roof and killed (gasps) himself. Oh, shit. And his ghost is thought to have haunted the lighthouse ever since. However, they call him Ernie now for some reason. (laughs) I don't know if they just... That's a weird turn. Yeah. I don't know if they just didn't know his name at the time, and then people were just like, oh, that's Ernie. I named my ghost Ernie. Yeah. And then they were like, oh, this guy died. Maybe it's him. So... (laughs) Well, we don't know, right? Okay, okay. So Ernie's running around the house. Yeah, Ernie the ghost. The lighthouse. Yeah. And he wears a rain slicker and hat, and he has a beard, so he's like the stereotypical lighthouse keeper. So he looks like fucking Long John Silver. Exactly. (laughs) He looks like the, you know, when you, well, my grandma lived by the coast, and Uh so she always had like the fucking lighthouses everywhere and like lamps with like the fucking sea captain guy on there. She had all those, so I'm like, I know exactly what Ernie looks like. I was thinking of, the, like, the box of fish sticks. What, are, what is that brand? Yeah. Uh, that's why I said Long John Silver, but that's, like, a restaurant. Like, Gold Coast. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. That guy, though. Yeah. 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 Exactly like him. Go sell him fish sticks. <laughs> so people have been known to see doors opening and closing, and they'll hear knocking or see bed sheets flying off the no, bed. No, fuck that. No, I'm not yeah. cool with the bed sheets. The no. knocking, whatever, but leave my sheets alone. Yeah, right? Like, that's a physical thing, so no, that's a little you. weird. So they'll see cups moving around, and boats will unmoor themselves. I'm sorry, they will what? Unmoor themselves. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Which means they'll just, like, untie themselves from the rail yeah, or whatever. So let me unmoor the boat. Yeah, you moor a boat. Moor, <laughs> yeah. You moor a boat. <laughs> and so they'll unmoor themselves. Uh, and oh, the foghorn will sound on its own. That's fucking creepy. Yeah, so pretty spooky okay, stuff. Okay, first of all, uh-huh. I'm staying the night in a lighthouse. My bed sheets are flying around. My coffee cups are flying around. And the foghorn goes off. I'm out of there. Yeah, I don't think a lot would keep me in that lighthouse. <laughs> Fuck you, Ernie. But a lot of those accounts and stuff came from, like, other lighthouse keepers after him. And okay. so I can't imagine living there. Like, nope. Can you cool it, Ernie? Yeah, tone it down a notch, Ern. Yeah, Ern. <laughs> <laughs> Knee. So. <laughs> Both of those are terrible nicknames for Ernie. <laughs> it's not that long of a name anyway. <laughs> Doesn't really warrant a nickname. Two syllables. Yeah, it's true, I guess. Well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so. Clap it out. <laughs> <laughs> so then on May 27th, 2018... Oh. We're, we're back in the future now. Well, okay. past. But we're in the present times. Yes. <laughs> and, uh... I'm going to tell you about some things that happened at this lighthouse. Okay. On May 27th, 2018, which was Memorial Day weekend, two young friends named Sophia McKenna, who was 22, and Spencer Mugford, who was 20, mm-hmm. rented a 14-foot sailboat. Oh, shit. And that sounds hard. Yeah, right? I don't know how to sail. <laughs> <laughs> the fun fact, my mom learned how to sail before she learned how to drive 
Aw, that's yeah. so fucking precious. I know, isn't it? Their I wish whole, I had that childhood. <laughs> all of her sisters did. And they're like, do you just want to go out on this little fucking sunfish? And I'm like, no. I don't want to die. There's whales out there. And they're like, wouldn't that be beautiful? <laughs> fucking no. <laughs> My aunts are all crazy people. That one got me. <laughs> and they love them. That is a fucking quote. Like, that's legit. Has I happened. know. That's why it's funny. <laughs> Wouldn't that be beautiful as you're terrified? I was so scared. And they're like small boats. Like 14 feet sounds really long. I know. It's it's not. After I said, God damn, I was like, well, I mean. Yeah. No, you go out there and you're like, oh, 14 feet is not that big because you can't sit on fucking nothing but five feet of it. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. So they're on a sailboat. Yeah. The Coast Guard said that day both the air and the water temperatures were at 60 degrees and there were one to two foot waves. So pretty calm sounds like it to yeah me. if i were and all my sail and knowledge captain. yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> they were last seen leaving the university of connecticut's avery point campus around midnight wait why are you sailing at midnight well sophia was extremely into adventure and spencer loved the ocean sounds like my gal yeah exactly and she even has a tattoo on her ankle that says searching for the thrill of it and i was like that seems appropriate yeah According to friends, they were going to go explore this old haunted lighthouse. Uh, Ooh. And I guess there's an island nearby that's also pretty haunted, but they were going to the lighthouse. Okay. Why are there so many haunted islands? It's Connecticut. Yeah. <laughs> the East Coast, everything is haunted, man. It's been around for too long that's to where true. people are like, someone's died everywhere. <laughs> but the West Coast hasn't been around that long. It Not has been. Long. We just don't know the culture of it because we fucking don't. pushed everybody out. Yeah. This is Universal City now. Yeah, stupid. So then at 2 a.m., a picture was posted on Snapchat of Spencer in a tank top paddling the sailboat. Okay. And the last known picture of Sophia was taken on Spencer's phone of her in front of a no trespassing sign. Oh, good. That was thought to be inside the lighthouse. And so she's like, eh. Like, yeah. got her tongue out, like, ah, I'm so sneaky, right? Yeah. Good emoji face. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, you all <laughs> could picture it. She winked with one eye. I did. <laughs> and stuck her tongue out. That's how you wink. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, never mind. <laughs> so then Spencer failed to show up for an event that day, because this was like 2 in the morning, right? So then yeah. Sunday day, he failed to show up for an event, and his parents called the police. I hope that someday if I ever die, I'm important enough to have an event the next day event could have been work i guess so <laughs> it sounds could have so been fancy like, when you say event yeah family birthday or something he was going to a ball <laughs> yeah oh he almost forgot <laughs> so sophia's boyfriend was unable to reach her and so he contacted sophia's mom who was oh wait i just assumed over here that sophia and spencer were, were a thing no i kind of did too at first but if you'll recall i said two young friends I think they work well, together, but I'm not positive well, on that. You know, when you're young friends, you're like, well, yeah, that's true. Depending, but... depending on if you have a significant other, but it looks, sounds like Sophie was taken. Sophia. Sophia was taken. Spencer was trying to bone her, huh? Probably, but we don't know. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing because I'm like, I don't know if I'd be comfortable with my boyfriend going out with a girl that he knows they're like oh we're just friends like we're just gonna go on this adventure to this haunted lighthouse i'd be like "Mm, i'm gonna go with you or yeah fuck yeah first of all that is something i want to do (laughs) yeah exactly but i don't know she had a boyfriend apparently and he was unable to reach her so he called sophia's mom who was also unable to reach sophia Uh oh. and then sophia's mom realized that she had a ton of missed calls 
Oh, no. Between 2.05 a.m. and 2.09 a.m., Sophia's mom received seven consecutive calls <gasps> from a number that she didn't recognize. Mm-hmm. And it turned out it was Spencer's phone. Holy shit. She was Did as- he leave a message? No. No. There was no voicemail, and she was asleep, so she didn't get the calls. So then the Coast Guard began searching at 6.30 p.m. on Sunday. Okay. So, like, a whole day goes by, basically. Essentially, yeah. Yeah, like, a little less. Yeah. So then Sophia's car was found in the Yukon Avery Point parking lot with her cell phone inside, which is University of Connecticut. But okay. they were like, it's Yukon. And I was like, that's weird. Oh. I'll read it. Okay. So she didn't take her cell phone on this adventure. No. Their boat was found that day washed on the shore down the coast <gasps> with no damage. Uh-oh. But it didn't have a, a mast. But okay. it didn't say if it came with a mast or well, it's a what? sailboat. Yeah, but they were it paddling needs it. It's one. Okay, but you still could paddle a sailboat, right? Yeah, you could paddle a sailboat, yeah. but you could paddle a sailboat without a mast, too. Why would you go out without a mast? I don't know. Maybe the boom broke while they were out there. That boom. happened to me. Boom, boom. That's scary. Yeah. I mean, I was like 12 or 13, and I was with an adult, but still it broke, and then somebody had to like tow us in from the bay on a jet ski. Oh, jeez. I was like, oh, this is how I die. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Well, jet ski's not big enough to fucking tow all of us. I guess I'll just wait here. (laughs) (laughs) So at the lighthouse, the only trace of them was Spencer's shirt tied to a rail. What the fuck? Maybe he was like, was it a maze? (laughs) Was he leaving breadcrumbs? (laughs) No. (laughs) It was a rail outside of the lighthouse. Okay. Just so you know. Okay. So police called off the search for the two missing people Monday night at about 10.30 p.m., which is like roughly 28 hours after the search started. Yeah. Which isn't that long. So they call- they didn't find any. No. I can say this. They didn't find anything. <laughs> no, they didn't find anybody or anything other than their boat and his shirt. What? Why would they call it off? I don't know. They called it off. They said that they would reopen it if anything was found. Like, how do you expect to find stuff if you're not searching? Searching, yeah. Stupid. But okay, right? Okay. So then Spencer's body was found drowned (gasps) on June 8th in Long Island Sound, which was about two and a half miles away southeast of Avery Point, where they started. Oh, no. That's almost two weeks later. Jeez. Sophia's body has never been found. Oh, my gosh. So those are the facts. Yeah. Now let's speculate wildly. (laughs) <laughs> okay, question. Okay, Before answer. you speculate. Uh-huh. Did, like, the water patterns and everything help them to know, like, oh, it's typical that his body would end up here if he were at this lighthouse and, when he died? They or... didn't say that it was unusual. Yeah. And that was, like, where the boat and everything was found. Like, it had traveled quite a distance, basically, in the 24 hours. So, I mean, I mean, a body or, or a boat or anything could go pretty far. Yeah. They didn't say it was unusual. Okay. So... Apparently, Spencer attempted to moor the boat to the railing of the lighthouse with his shirt. Oh. That's why. Okay. Yeah. That's why his shirt was tied to the rail. Okay. He just wanted to show off his muscles, too. Probably, yeah. <sighs> he was already wearing a tank top, so this guy was not shy. Okay. So, what if the boat came unmoored because a shirt probably isn't the most secure way to tie the boat? Yeah. <laughs> and then Spencer jumped in to go get, get it, it, right? Uh-huh. Spencer was a really good swimmer, and he loved the ocean, so it's likely that he wouldn't have been afraid to go in after the boat. Yeah. However, the water near the lighthouse is known to be rough, 
Yeah. So it's possible that he drowned shortly after jumping in. Oh, God. Like, got beat up against the rocks or exactly. something? Exactly. It's believed that Sophia called her mom from Spencer's phone seven times. Oh, no. To well, be like, ah. Yeah, to be like, I don't... I'm Send scared. Help. Or whatever, yeah. right? It's possible that she had Spencer's phone because he would have given it to her before jumping in the water because he obviously had every intention of returning. Yeah. Like, if he was like, oh, I'll go get the boat, hold my phone, right? Yeah, yeah. Because Spencer didn't know Sophia's mom's number either. So it had to have been Sophia calling. Oh, that's a good point. From her. Why didn't she call someone else then? So they're thinking that she didn't call 911 or anything because they were trespassing and she didn't want to get in trouble. Hmm. Yeah, but your friend is drowning. Maybe she but jumped she in after him. Maybe she didn't know that he was drowning. Oh. Because it was dark. It was two in the morning. Oh, my God. So she might not have been able to see Spencer because it was dark. And drowning is kind of quiet usually. Yeah. Especially if there's, like, rough waves crashing on yeah. the rocks right there and everything. Oh, God. So she might not have known how much danger he was in. Yeah. I feel like I would still call 911. <laughs> I feel like I probably would too after a certain amount of time. Like, okay, I don't know what the fuck to do now. Like, Yeah, and I haven't help. trespassed that far. Yeah. I didn't vandalize anything. Yeah, exactly. And also, what is that, a fine? Yeah, like, who I'll cares? Yeah. Sorry, Mom, you know? Yeah. <laughs> What's your mom going to do? Come out with a sailboat at 2 in the morning to come get you? I know, right? So... Maybe she waited a decent amount of time for Spencer to return, but when he didn't, she decided to jump in after him? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I kind of don't feel like that's the case, because... That's because you don't do anything in emergency situations. That's true, but I probably would have called 911. <laughs> but also, she wasn't that great of a, a swimmer. Oh, yeah, that's a bad idea. Yeah, so then I wouldn't, like... If my friend, who's a really good swimmer, jumped in the ocean and didn't come back, I don't think I'd be like, let me try. Yeah, I can do it. Yeah, because I'm not a great swimmer either. Like, I can do it, but I'm not I'm not going to be able to go find my friend or my boat that, like, it's dark, yeah, you can't see shit. Absolutely. Yeah, let me just uh, hop in there and save them. <laughs> yeah, what am I going to do, you know? Yeah. Like, call the cops at that point. That's called self-preservation. Exactly. So another idea is maybe she was frantically pacing around the edge where Spencer had jumped in. Oh, God. And accidentally fallen in. Oh, God. To me, this is probably the most likely scenario because I could understand being, like, so freaked out and panicked that you're not, like, overly paying attention to your surroundings. Yeah. And it's dark, and you're probably near the edge. Like, can I see them, you know? Oh, my God. Or possibly Ernie made her jump off the roof. But... What? <laughs> <laughs> but who knows, you know? <laughs> But then her body wasn't anywhere. Oh, like into the water? Yeah, like into oh. the water or something. But she was never found. So there's like people that think that she could have been kidnapped or something too because she wasn't found. And What are the fucking odds though that you go to a haunted lighthouse island thing and that there's a kidnapper just waiting for somebody to snatch you up? Yeah, right? Like, yeah. Those odds aren't very good. What kind of other nefarious people are there? Yeah. So, I'm pretty skeptical when it comes to this stuff. I know. Me too. <laughs> But I was like, it's a haunted lighthouse. You yeah. have to say the one where it's like, maybe the ghost did it. Maybe. Maybe Ernie made her shove him in. Or maybe no. they jumped off together. Yeah. In a fit of love. Yeah. Because she had a boyfriend, and so they were like, we can't be together. Let's be together in death. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, very romantic. So between their disappearance and the discovery of Spencer's body, three more people had gone missing in the same area and all three of their bodies were found drowned oh shit so it's like unlikely that 
her body a... wasn't found. Yeah. I mean, it's not unlikely because it hasn't been found, but it's it's an unlikely scenario that one body hasn't yeah. been found, you know? Yeah. Also, Sophia's mom claims that on June 17th, 2018, she received a text message from Sophia's phone. What? Sophia's phone was in the car, though. Well, it was in the car, and now it was in the possession of the police. Okay. But when she went to open the message, it was gone. In what? one article I read that the preview panes said, like, he needs money or something like that, but there's no evidence with any of that. And, like, the phone was in the police department's yeah. custody. Unless maybe it was like it didn't have service and then all of a sudden it sent out. You know, like it gets stuck. Yeah, it could have. But this was on June 17th. So this is like after Spencer's body and everything was found too. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, so that's a little bit strange. So that probably didn't happen. Well, <laughs> probably. Like in the grand scheme of things in reality, probably not. But this lady, she had, she runs a Facebook group to find Sophia to like bring closure to the family and everything. Yeah. And she mentions it in her write-up so i think that she's kind of not stuck on it but like adamant that it happened and she said that i I don't know if it's her other daughter or someone else also saw it with their own eyes or whatever but there's no like she didn't screenshot it or anything like there's not really any proof that it happened so let me get this straight though it's like ding sophia and then she saw the little message and when she like swiped to open it there was no message yeah yeah how does that even happen i don't know the ghost of Sophia. Glitch in the Matrix. It could have been, yeah. Hmm. Could have been. I didn't know that ghosts can inhabit electric things, but I guess that's probably not send, far off. Send you text messages? Yeah. That'd be fun. Right? I would haunt like your hair dryer. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> Just always be on cold. <laughs> it's always on cold. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Your hair you, will never dry. You bastard. <laughs> but it will never be heat damaged. <laughs> yeah. You're going to have the silkiest, smoothest, wettest hair. <laughs> <laughs> and look like Dog the Bounty Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, also in July of 2018, a man with a lengthy arrest record started leaving comments on Sophia's mom's Facebook page. Fuck these people. Some I don't even know comments, what he said, but... Well, you can guess. Some of the comments were, she's nowhere to be found. My girl. Ew. Maybe the sea was her destiny. Ew. Many a sailor has been lost at sea and never heard from again. It's nothing new. Ew. Now, if she was kidnapped, that's an issue. Okay, thanks for your help. Let it go. <gasps> this asshole. Maybe she's just a runaway. And come see me creepy what the fuck right creepy so police never investigated him what there's like ah internet troll yeah Mm, that's it and sophia's mom again on it's all on her like facebook page thing where she's like and then this fucking guy right oh my god this poor woman yeah but that's pretty much it the family doesn't have any closure this just happened like a year ago yeah God damn. They're like, they're, they don't have searches for her or anything. There's people that will still like walk the shore and stuff. And they like, if they're walking their dog or something, they like always have their eye out for her body. Yeah. But she probably wasn't wearing tennis shoes either because if you're sailing, you're probably in flip flops. Yeah. But I was thinking if, if you're wearing tennis shoes, those are like your feet are the first thing to like break apart from your body if you're in the water. So that's why so many people find like shoes and feet on the beaches. 
because your shoes are like buoyant and float up feet in shoes on the beaches feet in shoes yeah <laughs> you know what i mean i do <laughs> the feet are wrapped around the shoes <laughs> yeah yeah because they'll weird. like break apart them um, break apart or whatever at the ankle yeah yeah like that joint is the weakest yeah so it breaks apart oh and then your feet float up because your shoes are buoyant yeah the buoyancy of nikes <laughs> someone else was saying that bodies will sink in cold water and Float I mean, it was like something? 60 degrees, I guess, so they it might have sank. But also, when someone dies, their gases and stuff in their body, Blow like, up. yeah, you'll bloat, and then you'll you'll float eventually. <laughs> Unless she had, like, I don't know. I don't know why that was funny. Because <laughs> then rhymed. you'll float. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. And that's, oh, goddamn. That's all we got on that. I have a hard time believing that some like she met her demise there at the hands of someone else. Just because it's like an uninhabited area, unless this little area is known for teenagers to come climb around in. I'll bet so, it wasn't unlikely that yeah. people went in there a lot. Maybe And it then. didn't seem like it was very hard to get a boat at midnight or two yeah, in the morning or whatever. that's the weirdest part to me. Yeah. They, when know. they found the boat, they were like, yeah, this is the boat that was taken from the University of Connecticut. Like, does, oh. does someone rent them out there? Yeah. Or was it just like... This Take them as you want, or did they steal it? Like, uh, that's a good question. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of tend to believe she's probably in the water somewhere. I would think that too. And she just like maybe she's caught on rocks, or maybe something. he drowned. Spencer drowned trying to get her. Like, but she, she called her mom or seven times. Oh, that's true. From well, his phone. Maybe that's because they didn't have a boat, and they were like, "Let's swim back." Like they called her mom a bunch of times first to see if she'd answer, and then they were like, "Let's go." And we're gonna need body. another boat. <laughs> yeah, but remember the ghost has been known to unmoor boats. Oh yeah, that's weird. Bum, 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 bum. Maybe, but also don't it was use tied a with t-shirt. A shirt. Yeah, <laughs> or a tank top. Yeah, like that's not the most secure. Not even way a to t-shirt. So. Well, goddamn. Yeah, goddamn. Well, that's one to ponder on. Yeah, yeah, but the family is still like really actively searching for closure on yeah it's pretty fucking fresh yeah the facebook page is called finding sophia mckenna so if anybody wants to go there and go solve a case yeah read up on it a little bit more and be really respectful of the family because they are all active on that page and obviously this is a pretty fucked up situation so yeah yeah go be nice but help them figure out where the hell she went yeah please please thank you you guys are good at that yeah we can't do a body hunt in Connecticut, mostly because I'm terrified of the ocean. <laughs> there might be whales out there. There, there are definitely whales and things out there. Wouldn't that be beautiful? <laughs> uh, scary, spooky stuff, man. Also, like great white sharks and stuff. That's all along the East Coast. She oh, maybe been, they ate her. Yeah, she could have been. That's really insensitive of me to say. Well, it's true. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if sharks like bodies. I don't Oops. know if they like bodies, but they like people. <laughs> when that before their bodies just bodies yeah i'm sure that they would also eat a body i've seen them eat like whale carcasses and stuff that's true yeah fuck man well that's a intense one yeah <laughs> so you want to give me yours stacy yeah let me give you mine lay it on me give it to you baby uh-huh uh-huh <laughs> so mine is a listener suggestion and it was suggested by shana from twitter or shana Shana na na. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm going to go with Shana. I'm guessing Shana. If I fuck it up, I'm sorry. All right. Well, thanks, Shana. It's S H A N N A. Shana na na. Shana. 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 What if it's just Shana? Could be Shana. 
Shauna, Shanna, Shana, <laughs> any of those names. You know, yeah, <laughs> the English language is hard. Fuck, man, seriously. Okay, so this is the story of Bryce Laspisa. Ooh, fucking nailed that last name, first uh, of all. Yeah, it's because I listened to a lot of documentaries and shit, and everybody else said it for me, so. Oh, perfect. <laughs> so I was like, hmm, I know how to say that. <laughs> In the summer of 2013, Bryce was a 19-year-old college sophomore student staying at a community college called Sierra College. You in... can stay at community colleges? Did I say stay? Yeah. Studying at... Oh, okay. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I didn't know they offered dorms at community but colleges. But he did stay in, like, a dorm-like thing. Maybe it was just an apartment. Oh, like with other students? Yeah, like his best friend. Yeah. Who was also a student there. All right. So I'm, I guess, apartment. Okay. So he was studying at a community college in Rockland, California, which is kind of up by Sacramento. Okay. So it's like north to us anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone else is like, no, that's just west. Because <laughs> we're in the deep south of San Diego. That's true. <laughs> he had moved to Rockland to attend college, and he would visit his mom and dad back home in Laguna Niguel, which he is also... moved for yeah. community college? Yeah, he did. That's a... This is also in California, by the way. Yeah. It's about 460 miles from south of rockland god damn and i guess it's like a seven hour drive i guess i google mapped it (laughs) is this a really prestigious community college i don't know i'm i'm (laughs) caught up in this right now because i don't know anyone that has moved away for community college (laughs) you probably just want to get away from his parents maybe it is a prestigious one maybe it only offered courses that he wanted to take maybe his friend was going there so he's like fuck it let's go together i guess maybe yeah they just like let's do this great adventure on our own yeah later parents yeah i'm gonna major in golf and they were like this <laughs> you know, college this you need com- to go to rockland <laughs> yeah this community college is the best for that oh man so he would return home for like major holidays and for summer break and stuff but mm-hmm. other than that his parents didn't get to see him that often because it's a seven hour drive right yeah so bryce had just spent the summer at home and he was returning to rockland for college to start his sophomore year he was studying industrial and graphic design oh so maybe they just had the best industrial and graphic design classes maybe maybe i missed out yeah <laughs> going to these community <laughs> colleges here yeah <laughs> supposedly bryce and his parents were reportedly very close in an open family and they had a really great relationship okay which is something to note Mm-hmm. He has been described as being a very good student and a typical teenager. And in high school, he would, like, experiment with alcohol and shit. But, like, no means was he out of control. Yeah. Or anything like that. Typical like, college Yeah. Student. Yeah. His dad was interviewed. And his dad's like, yeah, he drank. But he never, like, got in trouble. He never did anything. Like, he experimented. Like, we all fucking did. Yeah. Probably drank like in us. excess. And then was like, mm, no more tequila. <laughs> Not doing that again. Yeah. <laughs> He returned back to school with his roommate and his best friend, Sean. Just the one guy. He was best friend and roommate. Oh, okay. (laughs) And he was eager to get their apartment set up and ready before school had started. Mm Mm-hmm. So shortly after returning to Rockland, Sean began to notice some strange behavior in Bryce. I guess Bryce began to drink heavily and he was drinking hard liquor. Mm. Which, I mean, come on, college. Yeah. (laughs) As well as he... He's doing shots. (laughs) at least mix it (laughs) he was also abusing some adhd medication which was called vivance or is called vivance to keep from falling asleep which again i'm like so this sounds exactly like fucking college yeah it really does like you just drink and then you take adhd medicine to stay awake which our day is adderall 
Yeah. Which this is 2013, so that is our day. Pretty much our day. Yeah. <laughs> I graduated 2012 from college. <laughs> anyway, so Vivance or Adderall, that's the shit to go to, evidently. Yeah. Supposedly one night, Sean and Bryce had decided to take Vivance while they were playing video games. Okay, so Sean's not innocent in this no, either. No, 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 He's taking these drugs that I'm also taking. <laughs> yeah, right? But I guess Bryce was, like, a little more out of control. Like, he was drinking on his own and shit. Okay. And he would, like, come home, and Bryce would be drunk, and he's like, whoa, man, you cray. Yeah. So they stay up one night, they're playing video games, they take this Vivance, and ever since then... That's when Bryce started to abuse this drug. So that was like the night that caused this. He, he was like, about oh, it. yeah, you could take this and it works. Yeah. So it wasn't prescribed to Bryce or anything. So I'm not sure like the dosage that they were taking. But Vivance is known to be one of the more intense ADHD drugs. Ooh. And it has some like wild side effects. And it's one of these drugs that they start you off really low milligram dosage. And then they you have to take more and more. Yeah. And then when you come off of it, you have to, like, wean yourself off of it. You can't just, like, drop off of it or, like, it fucks you up. It, like, it fucks up your central nervous system and all the shit. So it's pretty serious. It's an intense fucking drug. Like, people who take it now, they're, like, or, like, people who have taken it in the past because they have ADHD, they're, like, I wouldn't fuck around with that. Wow, okay. I mean, I'm sure it works for some people also. It's yeah. just how medication works in certain bodies. Yeah. Anyway, so it does have some crazy side effects, some of which are anxiety and irritability. Mental mood behavior changes, like aggression, depression, hallucination, suicidal thoughts and attempts, Ooh. a loss in sexual interest, uncontrolled movements, like verbal outbursts, and some other crazy shit. That's like, it's scary. <laughs> like, do you want Tourette's? Yeah, right? <laughs> You'll stay up all night, but I'll give you Tourette's. <laughs> anyway, so this guy was taking the shit, right? Mm -hmm. So Bryce begins to get addicted, or he abuses the meds. And he's mixing it with alcohol, and his roommate gets really concerned, and he calls his parents to tell them that he's not acting himself. He calls Bryce's parents? Yeah. Okay. I guess initially Sean doesn't admit to the parents that he's taking medicine or anything, you know, taking this Vyvanse. He yeah. just says that Sean is abusing alcohol and going through a bunch of alcohol in a weekend on his own. Yeah. And his parents kind of brush it off because they're like, well, yeah, he's in college. Yeah. And when they talk to him on the phone during these little bouts or whatever, he sounds totally fine. Which I'm like, any fucking college student knows how to, like, instantly sober up in front of your parents. Yeah, for sure. Especially on the phone. You just gotta sound sober. <laughs> you don't just have to look it. Stop slurring. Yeah. Okay, focus on your words. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I'm just at home. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> chilling out. I don't know why he's so mad. Yeah, exactly. So, his parents don't really take this very seriously. Okay. So, August 26, 2013, Bryce goes to class, and he calls his mom and has, like, a normal conversation with her. And that afternoon, Bryce takes a picture of himself posing with a Madden sport video game. Okay. And he seems really happy. And then on August 27th, Bryce's girlfriend, her name is Kim, notices that he's acting strange and through texts asks him basically, like, do you want to break up? You've been really weird lately. You haven't been acting yourself. Are you trying to break up with me? Yeah. And he responds with something along the lines like, you'd be better off without me. Ooh, okay. So then this night he drives to her apartment and he breaks up with her in person. And she notices that he's behaving really oddly. And she asks him, what's up with you? Like, what's going on? And he admits to her that he had taken some of the Vyvanse that day. And so she takes away his car keys and calls his mom or his parents, his mom yeah. answers, and tells them like, hey, he's Bryce isn't acting himself. I don't feel safe giving him his keys back. He's at my house right now and he's behaving really weird and I'm really worried about him. Like, I need your guys' help. And so his parents are like, 
yo, put Bryce on the phone. We're seven hours away. Yeah. I don't know what you want me to do. Yeah. Also, it's his girlfriend lived like an hour away from him. But I think it was an hour north, so that would make it eight hours away from his parents. Okay. So even further from his Why parents. aren't you calling, like, campus security or something? Well, they weren't on campus. She wasn't on campus anyway. Yeah. I don't know about Sean and Bryce. Probably because they don't want to get him in trouble, but they're also like, uh, he's acting fucking weird. Yeah. Like, they're trying to protect him. Yeah. All right. So his parents talked to Bryce on the phone. And he sounds fine, and he says basically that Kim is really pissed because he's trying to break up, like he had just broke up with her, and so she's acting crazy, and she took his car keys, and he just wants to go home. Yep. And so his mom talks to Kim again and is like, hey, Kim, give Bryce his keys back. You guys just need to go on your separate ways. Let Bryce go home. Okay. And so his mom is like, hey, Bryce, I'm a little concerned. Like, this is a couple times now people have been telling us something's going on. Let me book a flight and come see you tomorrow. I'll be there tomorrow. And he's like, no, no, no. Don't come. Like, don't book a flight yet. I need to talk to you. I have some things I have to tell you about. Oh, God. Okay. Right? Although, I think I would react the same way if my son's girlfriend called me and was like, I don't think he's being sane. And then he was like, I'm fucking breaking up with her. I'd be like, oh, yeah. okay. Give, her like, the fucking, give him the keys back. Yeah, stop that. That makes, it kind of looks bad. Like, it makes sense. I can yeah, see why. But I also, agree. good for her for booking a flight to go out there because, well, like, two people is too many people being like, hey, there's something wrong. She didn't book the flight, though. God damn it. Bryce tells her, don't do it. I need to talk to you first, right? Okay. So, Bryce and his mom discuss, like, hey, Bryce, you need to go home. You need to go to bed. It's like 1030 at this point. And he says, okay, I'm going to go home and I'll call you in the morning and we're going to have our little talk, right? Yeah. So at 1130, Bryce leaves Kim's house. And like I said, she lives like an hour. I think it's an hour and a half away north of Rockland, I wrote down. So an hour and a half away from where he lives. Okay. So he's heading home. And at 1 a.m., Bryce's mom gets a phone call from Bryce. But she misses it because she had gone to sleep. And when she saw it in the morning, she assumed that Bryce was just letting her know that he had gotten home safe. Yeah. They later discovered that his location from, they like pinged Pinged the, yeah, Yeah. pinged the location where the call happened. And they later discovered that this, what, he was an hour from his apartment in like the middle of nowhere. (laughs) So. So he wasn't going home. Yeah. Had he gone in a different direction or had he not left like. It just said in the middle of nowhere, so I don't know what direction it was. Okay. If he was heading in the direction I'm about to tell you about, or if it was just literally like some random ass, like, doesn't make logical sense. Driving away. Yeah. Okay. So August 28th at 11 a.m., this is the next morning. Yeah. Bryce's mom gets a phone call from their insurance agency, and they say, hey, at 9 o'clock this morning, we got a call from Bryce. He used roadside assistance to get three gallons of gas, which he charged to his credit card. Okay. And the service was done in Button Willow, California, which is about five and a half hours south of Chico, which is where his girlfriend lived, and only about two and a half hours away from his parents' house. Oh. So he was, like, driving to his parents' house at this point. Yeah. But also three gallons of gas. Yeah, it's like one of those, I'm stuck on the side of the road and I need enough gas to get to a gas station. Okay, yeah. So they come and service you. I'd be like, can you just fill her up? (laughs) (laughs) Well, they said that his credit card was charged like 20-something dollars for three gallons of gas, so I'm sure he didn't want to just fill her up. All right, that makes sense. (laughs) That's expensive-ass gas. Yeah, and he's a community college student. (laughs) Yeah, ain't nobody got time for that. That's why I put it on his credit card. Yeah. 
So, like I said, his parents just assumed, okay, he's decided to come home for some reason. He really said he wanted to talk to us. Something must be going on. He must be having a rough time. So, he obviously ran out of gas, got the roadside assistance, right? Yeah. So, then his mom tries calling Bryce, but he doesn't answer his cell. And at 1230, his mom calls the roadside assistance because she's worried, like, Bryce should have made it home by then, technically, if he was only two and a half hours away at 9 o'clock. Yeah. And now it's 1230 and he's still not here. She's like, all right, where the fuck is he? He's not answering his phone. So she speaks to the man who responded to Bryce's call, the service guy. Mm-hmm. And his name was Christian. And he said that Bryce had seemed fine when he saw him on the side of the road, but that he'd go back to make sure that Bryce was... Like, had moved. Yeah. Like, is he still in the area or what? Yeah. So when Christian pulls up to where he serviced Bryce, to his surprise, Bryce is still sitting there. And he's in his tan 2003 Toyota Highlander. Okay. And he hasn't moved anywhere. He's just sitting inside the car. And it's been three hours since he got his gas. And he's just hanging out in the car. Like, everything's normal. He's alive in there? Yeah, he's alive. He's just in the car. He's just in the car. Okay. In the same spot. And he didn't answer his mom's call. Hadn't moved. Acted like everything was totally normal. Service guy comes up. And he's just like, hey, hey. It's like your mom's calling for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. So Christian is like, yo, you need to talk to your mom. She's really worried about you. And so he puts Bryce on the phone with his mom and she asks, what are you doing? And Bryce says, nothing. <laughs> How okay. bad would you want to slap your kid? Yeah, right? <laughs> well, yeah, obviously you're doing nothing. Fucking go do something. Come home. <laughs> yeah, you little shit. Don't yeah. give me that. Yeah. So his mom spoke with Christian, the serviceman again. And Christian said that Bryce looked fine other than his eyes were like a little bit of little bit red well he might have been crying he broke up with his girlfriend he's having a rough go maybe and plus he had stayed up all night right yeah because he had been driving all night or sitting all night (laughs) yeah so she tells bryce like you need to come home and get your ass on the road what the fuck's going on and so he's like okay i'm coming home and he's expected to arrive by 3 p.m so three comes and goes and obviously no bryce is there he doesn't show up yeah. And by 9 p.m., his mom has been trying since 3 to get a hold of Bryce Holy because shit. when he didn't show up, she starts calling him like, what the fuck? Where are you? He's not answering the phone. And so she files a missing persons report with the police because okay. she's like, I can't get a hold of my son. He's acting weird. Now it's been too long and I don't know how to get fucking a hold of him. Yeah. And you can't really expect Christian to go back out there and be like, can you see if he's still there? Yeah. Is he still sitting there? So I know this isn't in your job title. Yeah. And you're probably <laughs> off work now. Yeah. <laughs> Being as it's been like fucking forever. Yeah. So the police do an emergency ping on his cell phone and they find that his card only moved or his cell phone had only moved eight miles in nine hours. Okay. And so the police are like, let's go find this location. Yeah. Like, where is he at? And they pull up behind Bryce's location, like his truck, and he's still just sitting there, like totally normal. What he's the fuck? He's just sitting on the side of the road. Okay. He had a lot of ambition to drive five and a half hours, and then he just stopped. Like, I'm uh, fucking done. I'm tired. Was he asleep? Like, every time they say that, he was just sitting there. Like, he was totally normal just sitting there. Doesn't doesn't say he was sleeping or anything like that like did he have his fucking seatbelt on did he i don't have music know on? did he have his hands on the steering wheel like was he just no like pretending idea. he was driving on the side was he the outside of the car leaning on it like yeah. i have no idea so they do a field sobriety test on him and he passes and so they ask him to search his car because they want to see if he has any like drugs or alcohol or anything in the car yeah and he agrees to it and so they search it they don't find anything in there and they're like, dude, you need to call your mom. Like, she's filing a fucking missing persons report on you, and you're just sitting here in the middle of nowhere being all fucking weird. Like, stop yeah. being weird. 
Stop being weird. <laughs> and so Bryce was really reluctant to get on the phone with his parents. Like, he didn't want to talk to them. But he eventually agreed. And he gets on the phone with his mom. And she's like, what the fuck are you doing? And he's like, nothing. <laughs> he said, I'm putting my stuff back in the car because the police pulled it all out. And she's like, no, no, no. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Come home. Like, why are you still there? Yeah, not like this minute. Yeah. Like, today. What yeah. is your plan? What is going on? And he mentioned something about going to hang out with some friends later or something like that. And she's like, okay, we'll get your ass home. Like, what is going on? Yeah, figure that out later. Get home right now so that you can tell me whatever it is you had to tell me. Yeah. Okay, and then this part of the timeline gets a little kind of blurry for me. I couldn't find exactly. There's so many different accounts. But at some point, his mom calls Christian, the roadside assistant guy again, and asks if she can go see if Bryce had moved from that spot that eight miles away no it's not but he was being really helpful yeah and i guess this christian guy like cared like he wanted to know what was happening that bryce had made it home okay yeah so he's like yeah i'll go check like it's only eight miles from where yeah wherever he is yeah exactly so he goes to check on bryce and bryce is still in the same spot that the police left him in okay so christian convinces bryce you need to go home and he like you need to start the car get in the car let's go we're leaving and so he follows Bryce for about 10 miles onto the interstate on the I-5. And Christian calls his mom to be like, hey, he's heading your direction. I'm pulling off the road now. It's been like 10 miles. He's staying on the freeway. He's coming to you, right? Yeah. And so at Well, it's kind of shitty, though, because now you don't know where he is if he stops being Again. Yeah. 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 So at 11 p.m., Bryce speaks to his mom and says... Mind you, this is now like 24 hours later from him talking to his mom at his girlfriend's house, right? So Bryce speaks with his mom and says that he's pulling over to get a drink at a gas station. And a purchase was made for $1.71 on his credit card or whatever. That's like a big gulp. Yeah. (laughs) He's thirsty. Which he's probably so fucking hungry too. Like, have you eaten this whole time? I don't know. Yeah, right? Anyway, so midnight rolls around and he speaks with his parents again. And he says that he is on the I-5. But he won't say, like, where he is on the I-5. And his dad's like, describe locations to me. Like, give me landmarks. Yeah. And he's like, it's too dark. I can't see anything. And so he's like, T- give me signs. Like, tell me what kind of signs you're seeing. And he's like, I-, I can't see any signs. Well, then you're not on the freeway. No. He's being evasive. Right? Yeah. I thought you said a so. basic at first. <laughs> you're being a basic. He's so basic right now. <laughs> no, no, no. He's being evasive for some reason. Yeah. So at 1.50 a.m., he calls again or the fuck, somehow man? they talk again. His poor parents. I know. I feel so bad for them. And he says that he had deterred off the I-5 for some time, but that he was like back on route now. Okay. I don't know why or what. I don't know if he said like his GPS said that or what. I don't know. Okay. Anyway, at 2.08 a.m., so now it's 2 o'clock in the fucking morning, his mom speaks with him one last time, and he says that his GPS says that he'll be home by 3.25. Mind you, he's driven like an hour now at this point, right? Yeah. You were only two and a half hours away, so he's been on the road for far too long to not be home already. Yeah. Anyway, talks to his mom. His GPS says that he'll be home by 3.25 a.m., Okay. but that he was too tired to keep driving, so he was going to pull over into a suburban area and rest. And his mom's like, this is a really good idea. You shouldn't be driving if you're too tired. Yeah, but, like, can you give me a where? Yeah, but, like, like what route where? are you getting off on, you know? Yeah, I agree, which I have a hard time. Like, I 
obviously you can't put yourself in the parent's shoes, right? You're kind of getting strung along. Yeah. Basically is how I see it anyway. But there's part of me that would just be like, okay, you're only an hour away. I'll come get you. Like, yes, go take a nap. Where are you at? And then I'm coming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe yeah. not tell him that you're coming, but I'm coming. Yeah, I'm thinking more of like at least get where he's going so that if you need to like send someone again. Yeah, like, you can. Yeah. If you're not going to go yourself because like you said, it's an hour, I would go too. Yeah, I would too. But, you know, who knows what they were thinking. Well, they're probably thinking, like, that everything was fine. Because he kept saying everything is fine. Everyone kept being like, He's yeah, fine. it's acting just weird. weird. Yeah. So, 8 a.m. the next morning, Bryce's parents get a knock at the door. And they expect it to be Bryce. But instead, it's the police. Oh, no. And the police inform them that Bryce's vehicle was found crashed near Castic Lake off of an access road, which led to Castic Lake Recreational Area, which was two hours north of his parents' house. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck, right? He was only an hour away, but somehow this place is two hours north. Okay. His car had crashed down a 25-foot embankment and landed on its side at the bottom. Jesus. And it looked as though Bryce had tried to drive the vehicle off the road into the lake on purpose. What? Yes. Bryce was nowhere to be found in the car. There was a few spots of blood inside of the car on the passenger headrest and on the back seat, but there wasn't enough to indicate any kind of, like, life-threatening injury, and it was Bryce's blood. Uh-huh. And the back window was busted out from the inside, indicating that he had broken it out and crawled out. Like, that's how he got out of the vehicle. Yeah. And all of his belongings were still in the car, which were his wallet, his computer, and a duffel bag. Okay. And the duffel bag was unzipped, almost like he had pulled something out of it. And some accounts say that his clothes were in the car. I don't know if it was, like, the clothes on his body, and maybe he had pulled more clothes out of the duffel bag and changed. Like, oh, fuck, I'm all bloody. Let me oh, change it. Yeah. Or if it was just, like, he took his clothes off and now he's naked. Oh, my God. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. So analysis was done on the tire tracks, like, from leading off the embankment and everything. Yeah. And they showed that as the car was going down the bank, the accelerator was being pushed, indicating that the drive off the bank was intentional. Oh, fuck. Yeah, it wasn't like, oh, fuck, accidental. Or he, like, was having a heart attack, because I know you can, like, straighten out and you're... Oh, maybe, yeah. Like, for some reason, the gas pedal was pushed down. Yeah, and if he was on some kind of... Vivance. Yeah, some and kind of having drug thing. Un predictable behavior and body movements yeah he could have like i don't know overdosed or yeah exactly it's unpredictable body movements yeah i mean this is very likely so the investigator speculated that he was trying to commit suicide and thought he was going to land in the lake but had undershot it because it looks like from where he drove off the embankment it looks like you're going straight into the lake yeah but really there's like all this land in between there yeah so weeks before the incident his friends had claimed that he was behaving oddly like i said But even more oddly, his best friend said that Bryce gave him his Xbox, which was like Bryce's prized possession. Any teenage boy, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And some earrings that his mother had passed down to him, which he cherished. Which it's good to note that he had pierced ears. Okay. (laughs) So I'm sure they were like diamond earrings or something. (laughs) Did he wear them? For the longest time, I was like, that is so fucking weird. And then one account was like describing what he looks like. Yeah. You know, like all of his fucking stats and shit and they were like pierced ears and i'm like oh that makes sense now (laughs) yeah plus his text to the girlfriend before saying like you're better off without me yeah it's all kind of suicidal thoughts exactly exactly that's what they're leading towards so investigators brought in a bunch of bloodhounds to the crime scene area bloodhounds bloodhounds oh yeah and they tracked his scent from the lake to a nearby truck stop where the trail ended So they're speculating that maybe he got into the crash, 
crawled out, walked to the truck stop, and got into a vehicle there, or like yeah. maybe a trucker picked him up, or he started hitchhiking or something. Yeah. Like, fuck, I tried to kill myself. It didn't work. I'm running away. Yeah. So they search the lake, and they don't find anything. They don't find, like, any evidence of Bryce or anything like that. The road Bryce was traveling on had a camera on it. The, like, access road to the lake had a camera on it. And it captured Bryce at 2.15 a.m. driving up the road towards the lake, which is only six minutes after he had told his mom that he was pulling over in a suburban area for sleep. So he wasn't where he was saying. Yeah. Because he had said his thing said an hour away exactly yeah Yeah. so it captures him at 2 15 and then at 2 29 a.m the same camera captures him going back up the road again oh so this indicates that he had like went in scoped it out and then driven away basically had like looked around the lake and then went back up because i guess the service road goes all the way around and it loops back yeah so that you can come back to his original starting point without having to turn around technically yeah so the camera never caught him going down the hill. It only caught him going up twice. So okay. he, like, looped around the lake. Yeah. Which is fucking weird. So he was alive at 4 o'clock, or his car was driving around at 4.29 a.m. Yeah, and it was his blood in there, so. Yeah, so, so yeah. I'm assuming. It was probably him in there. Yeah. Then, on September 4th, police get a call from a cyclist claiming that there was a brush fire at Castic Lake. How long is this after? Um, like, is I think this all happening like August 28th, 29th? 29th, yeah, exactly. So this is like less than a week later. Okay. So the police go and they check it out and they find a deceased man was set on fire <gasps> and they run forensics and it's not fucking Bryce. Oh. His name was Lamondre Miles. He was a man who was shot to death and somebody set him on fire and it was all over money. Holy so shit. So it's like a totally different case. But damn, this lake is like fishy. Nah. <laughs> nah. So Bryce's parents, they're like getting frustrated with police work because they don't yeah. have any answers. Yeah. They had a bunch of search parties go through the lake area and everything. They search the lake. They don't find Bryce. Nothing happens. The only thing they find is the scent trail from the truck or his car or whatever it was into the truck stop. Yeah. And they're like, maybe he was trying to commit suicide. And his parents are like, he would never. But maybe he did because he was on drugs and stuff. And I know it sucks to think of your kid like that. Yeah, but that's one of the side effects. Yeah. So his parents get frustrated and they hire a private investigator. And she doesn't really come up with anything new. But she, like, after years of looking. Yeah. She speculates that she thinks that Bryce received a critical head injury. And he may not know who he is. And maybe he's homeless or something or wandering around the u.s totally unaware that he is missing what yeah that's her best theory she could come up with because there was blood at the scene but not enough to indicate that he like died there yeah and the trail yeah and i guess there's uh accounts of this where people have head injuries and stuff and then they don't know who they are and then they go homeless and then people will identify them later and then they're like happy to be found because they didn't know that they were missing so she thinks that's what happened. Okay. There's other theories. I feel like you could put out something at that truck stop and be like, anybody seen this guy? Yeah, right? And like someone at the truck stop saw something. That's what I'm thinking too, if he, that's where he went. Like, I don't know how you tell with a scent trail. Like, how do you know he didn't walk from the truck stop to the accident or something? Oh, like which direction you're actually like, going? Yeah. How can you, well that, and then also like, what if he walked there and then he walked back or something? I don't know. Yeah. I guess there'd be more scent if he left the location. Unless he just walked into the fucking lake. Oh, I don't know. I don't yeah, either. I guess. It's weird. You're tricking the dogs. <laughs> like, thinking about that beforehand. They're going to send dogs. Yeah. Maybe he's just like, I want a fucking Twinkie before I do this shit. I'm going to go to this truck stop real quick. Yeah. I saw one back there. I'm going to get it. 
So there's other theories that he wanted to go missing and that he's living a secret life off the grid because there's no use of his social security card or bank accounts or anything like that. But his parents are like, no way. If he had gone missing, like if he had intentionally just disappeared, he would contact us within like a month or so. Yeah, to be like, hey, I'm alive. I just want to cool it for a while. Yeah, which is interesting, though, because I was reading something and everything says like, oh, he was so close with his parents and all this stuff. And then somebody claimed on Reddit that they like knew him and that that was all kind of fake. Like it was like an outside like to make people think that. Oh, this could be just some troll on Reddit that said that, though. Yeah, yeah. But that. It doesn't accurately portray them. Okay. I don't know. Well, I feel like people oftentimes think that they're more like... Closer than... Yeah, like you glorify a relationship once it's over. Oh, that's true. Like once they're missing. Like he was perfect. Yeah, he was perfect. We were so close. And it's like, yeah, you talked once a week. Yeah. Or whatever it is. Like, like how much do you actually know? Yeah. I don't know. That's just speculation. Again, could just be a troll. I didn't see the actual comment. It was like mentioned in a thread that I got deep into. Another theory is that campus police found out that he was doing drugs and that he became an informant for them and that he ran into some quote unquote trouble. Yeah, that real fucking <laughs> yeah. yeah, undercover community college campus security ring. Fucking right. And then like he's two weeks of abusing Vivans and then he becomes an informant. I don't yeah. think so. And also, like, an undercover that can't tell their parents about it. Yeah, I don't And has to, like, pretend or fake their death or whatever. Yeah, that's a little far-fetched. Yeah, that's a little much. I don't think anyone would have to go through that. (laughs) Not for community college. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe, like, a real big drug ring at, like, Harvard or something. (laughs) Maybe. And then they would hire somebody else, not a student. Yeah. They'd hire a fucking professional. Yeah, not someone who was abusing the drug. But there's something he wanted to talk to his mom about. What was that thing? Probably the fact that he's addicted to this drug. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe he's like, Mom, I'm gay. <laughs> yeah, it could have been that too. Could have been literally like... anything. Yeah. So another theory is that he wandered off from the wreck and got picked up by a trucker and was murdered. Yeah. That was my first thought was like, oh, well, what about the truck stop murderer guy? See, here I go again with like, I have a really hard time with some of these like conspiracy theories because I'm like, what are the fucking chances the night you decide you're going to commit suicide. <laughs> someone does it for you? Yeah. Yeah, that you find someone willing to do it for you all on their own. On their own account, you just happened upon it. Well, what if some truck driver who was already a little bit, like, uh, kooky, say, yeah, and he picked him up, and this guy was like, I tried to commit suicide. I hate my life. I want to kill myself. Da, 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 da. And then this truck driver was like, now's my chance. I've always wanted to act on my murderous instincts. <laughs> Let me do it so now. So <laughs> might as well do it to someone who wanted to kill themselves anyway. And then I won't feel guilt. Yeah. And then that kind of like spurred it on more than like he wouldn't have killed just a random person. Maybe. But, but again, what are the fucking chances you're going to stumble upon somebody who's willing to murder you? The same the night you try to commit suicide. What the that anybody stumbles upon somebody who's willing to murder you? But the same night you're trying to commit suicide? But you're out walking around. <laughs> like, that increases your chances. You go to a truck stop where, uh, I don't know, CD characters might be. That increases your chances. Sure, but it just it just blows my mind. Like, the same night, come on. What yeah, are the like, fucking odds? Yeah, like, it probably wouldn't have happened had he stayed in his home and been playing Xbox because he wouldn't have been outside. <laughs> Oh, my God. Well, I get what you're saying, but I'm just saying on the same day he tried to commit suicide. Yeah. It blows my mind. Yeah. Maybe he didn't. Maybe a truck driver fucking run him off the road. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Like in Pee Wee Herman? I don't know. The crazy <laughs> truck driver? <laughs> I don't know that he actually tried to run him off the road, but I just remember that part scared the fuck out of me. Oh, I don't remember this at all. Because the truck driver's face goes like, Bleh! like a cartoon. Oh, God. All right. Anyway, so another theory is that he committed suicide and we haven't found the body. 
Yeah. So here's my theory. Okay. Lay it on me. All right. My theory is that, you know, they took that picture of him holding the Madden sports game or whatever. Yeah. Well, I fucking Googled it. And that picture was done on August 26th by the reports account or whatever. Okay. And in 2013, Madden was released on August 27th. <gasps> and so I'm guessing he like pre-ordered it, right? And maybe got it early or something. Yeah. Or maybe they released it at like 12 a.m. on the East Coast and he got it at 9 yeah, yeah, yeah. p.m. because he's on the West Coast, whatever. Somehow he got his hands on this thing and he was super excited, this game, and he took the fucking picture. The only reason I know that this game can be pre-ordered and all the shit other than I love video games is Lee loves Madden. Oh, does <laughs> and he? he pre-orders <laughs> it all the time. So that's what made me think like, oh, maybe that's why he took the picture with the game is he just got it and he's yeah, like he's pumped yeah so i'm thinking okay he just got this game so he's like i'm gonna fucking take these pills to rage all night to play this game yeah this is the 27th now like the early morning of the 27th i'm with you so far this is all understandable absolutely right so he takes the pills he's raging all night what do you do when you're playing video games you fucking drink yeah also because that's and fun. then he was like i don't have time for a girlfriend well, and then so he's not sleep. He didn't sleep all night. He acts all weird on the 27th and tries to break up with his girlfriend. And then that night of the 27th, he goes to his girlfriend's house and breaks up with her because he hasn't slept all night and he's coming down off the drugs. Yeah, well, and you don't have time for a girlfriend if you got a new video game. <laughs> I just don't She's have time for you. Him. <laughs> and so he's not thinking straight from like raging all night and he probably has the drug side effects. Who knows how much he was taking? Yeah. If it was his dose or whatever. And plus you're mixing it with alcohol and none of this shit is good. Everybody said he was acting weird anyway every time he took it. So here he is acting weird. And he admitted that he took the Vivance to his girlfriend. I don't know if he took it that day. Like, maybe he did. Maybe he did take it in the middle of the day or whatever. And he's like, I took it, and so I'm tripping off of it. Yeah. And so when they break up, he goes driving around when he leaves his girlfriend's house at 11 p.m. Mm -hmm. And he ends up in Buttonwillow at 9 a.m. And that's 11 hours now, presumably without any meds or alcohol in his yeah. system. And so, yeah. so now it's 11 hours without this med in his system. And maybe even more. Yeah, because who knows when he actually took it. Yeah, when the last time he took it and everything. So maybe this causes, because like I said, you have to like slowly wean off the medicine. You can't just stop Ooh. it or it fucks you up. Yeah. And so maybe he's coming down off of it and he suffers these crazy ass side effects with like suicidal thoughts and everything. He hasn't slept in two days now mm -hmm. and he's not thinking straight and he decides to commit suicide. And so he drives off the side of this fucking cliff. And he doesn't die, and so he's like, I'm going to go someplace else to do it because he's so close to his parents that he doesn't want them to have to find his body. And so he does it, and we just haven't found his body. Or he's in the lake somewhere. Oh, I should mention his parents also, that investigator also did, like, a sonar thing on the lake and didn't find anything on it. Oh, okay. But this lake has, like, parts that are, like, 300 feet deep. Oh, shit. So I don't know how easy it is to ping that deep. Yeah, like maybe he swam out as far as he could go or something. Or if he took off all his clothes, maybe he took off all his clothes and just walked in the lake. Yeah, so I'm saying, and like swim out really yeah. far until you're exhausted and then you'll drown. Ugh, God, what a way to go. That would suck. Ugh. My other theory is that he just aimlessly was driving around and falls asleep at the wheel with his foot on the accelerator. I kind of like your theory better, though, about like maybe the side effects were making him like fucking twitch and he like slams on the accelerator. He has a fucking heart attack or some shit. Yeah. And he crashes, comes to, goes to the truck stop, hitches a ride with somebody and then commits suicide somewhere else or some shit. And no one just, I think he's dead. Yeah, yeah. Which is sad. I guess sad. he could have committed suicide like after, he might 
have gone with the truck driver or whatever and been like, yeah, here's good, man. Thanks. Bye. Yeah, and then just kills himself in some hotel room or some shit. Yeah, but they would have found it in a hotel room. And, like, it would have to be out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, that's true. Or somewhere where people don't go. Yeah, but how would he do it then? Because now he doesn't have anything on him. I'm sure you could find ways to kill yourself. Sure. Maybe, like, a rope or something. Yeah, like a know. rope or, like, a, a cliff if there's, like, you know a walking trail somewhere with a steep cliff oh that's and nobody true you looks. just jump off something yeah yeah isn't that fucking crazy though it's so weird and nobody would be looking over there because he went missing in this other area yeah had had you ever heard that one before no i hadn't either and then when i was looking at it there's actually really not that many reports on it like it's hard to find a straight timeline of what happened yeah but there are a lot of like youtube videos and a lot of podcasts have covered it and stuff. So, oh. well, it's a pretty fucky one. It's crazy. It's funny also that both of us picked two unsolved ones. Yeah, with like a missing person who's <laughs> yeah. still missing. Yeah, that's crazy. How do we fucking do this shit that's every a time? Coincidence. Yeah, funny. <laughs> so, thank you, Shana. Shanana. Shanana. Let me hear you go. Ah. Shanana. Bet you haven't heard that one before. <laughs> oh, yeah, right? Poor girl. Thank you so much for suggesting it. Yeah, that was an awesome one. Yeah, it was. I was, like, deep into it. Did you see that shit? I Googled when Madden was released. Yeah, you did. And I was, like, asking Lee. I'm like, do you get do you get it 24 hours early if you pre-release it? And he was like, no, but maybe in 2013 they did. And, and then he's like, well, actually, if it was 12 o'clock on the East Coast, you get it at 9 on the West Coast. Like, he was yeah. doing all these things, too. And I'm yeah. like, ooh. Well, that's how I got Red Bed, like, technically the day early or whatever because it released at midnight and so I got it whatever three hours earlier oh okay so see there you go Mm -hmm. I've never like I fucking love video games but I always buy them like after they've been out forever (laughs) yeah yeah you're like did anyone know this existed yeah and I'm like oh my god I love this game and everyone's (laughs) like yeah I beat it like eight times yeah that came out in 2010 fuck you (laughs) I love it anyway shit man yeah so you guys keep suggesting these fucking awesome cases yeah. These awesomely fucked up cases. These awesomely fucked up cases, yeah. And we will keep reporting on them. So this if anybody ever sees... By the way, I guess I should explain what Bryce looks like. Okay. I didn't write it down, so I'll go off on my memory. <laughs> this is going to be good. <laughs> He's an average white guy is what I picture. He was a white... He was an average white guy. He had red hair and, like, oh. the biggest fucking smile ever. Aww. And then I forget how tall and how much he weighed and all the important shit, but he also had a tattoo on his left arm of the is it like a taurus bull oh what it is Uh of the like his astral sign is that what it's called um zodiac sign yeah his zodiac sign and above the taurus's head is his birthday roten in roman numerals plus i'll put this picture on you said roten (laughs) roten fuck man written in roman <laughs> written in Ro- in roman numerals <laughs> god damn oh fuck you know what i mean yeah i'll put his picture on our website isgdpodcast.com yeah and you'll also shit. see it on facebook instagram and twitter at isgdpodcast that's right send us more fucking suggestions at isgdpodcast at gmail.com and also snail mail me and i know that i said that i was gonna get those letters out last time and i totally didn't so i'm writing them today swear to whoever you believe in (laughs) (laughs) they are coming uh wait we have a goddamn this week oh we do yeah did you not see it in our inbox no so the awesome ladies over at the ladies of strange podcast 
their fucking podcast is really good by the way you guys should go check it out we've featured their promo on here before yeah but they sent us they sent us their goddamns that's legit so let's listen i haven't listened because i like to do these fucking live because i think it's funny as shit (laughs) but one of them is the blooper her blooper reel (laughs) all right and then one of them is the actual real one which one do you want to listen to first uh the real one first okay here we go here we go hey guys it's ashley tiffany and rebecca and we are the, the ladies, ladies of strange. strange and we say god, god damn, damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you do it's perfect that was beautiful yeah. you guys are so fucking synchronized oh <laughs> they're so sweet oh man have you listened to their podcast yet no i have to. oh god you need to yeah, yeah. okay here is their blooper reel. Hello, lovelies. I'm Ashley. I'm Tiffany. And I'm Rebecca. And we are the, the ladies, ladies of Strange. And, and we, we say, God damn. God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> love it. Love you, ladies. Thank, Thank you, you so much. You're fucking amazing. That's funny. Yeah, I love it. I love it. You guys send us your goddamns. Yeah. So we can play them and laugh. Also, I never said the P.O. box. Oh. <laughs> well, tell these motherfuckers where they can P.O. box mail your ass. They can at P.O. box 2764 Spring Valley, California 91979. Beautiful. Oh, my gosh. Wait, before we go, fucking Patreon. Our Patreon's out. Yes. Our Patreon is out, and I finally freaking edited that. So hope you guys <laughs> love it. Where, it's a lot of work. <laughs> how can they find that? Where do they find that? Uh, they can find it on our website, isgdpodcast.com. I'll put a fucking link up there to our Patreon page. And then also, you could just fucking Google, I said goddamn, Patreon, and we'll pop up. Hell yeah. Oh my god, I'm so excited. I hope you guys love it. And you'll get to see Aaron and I on a giant fucking teeter-totter. <laughs> oh. is that That's the picture you put on there, so I'm leaving it. Oh, all right. I like it. <laughs> that was a tetanus teeter-totter. That was a tetanus teeter-totter. All right. Well, we love you guys. Yeah, on that note, I'm going to eat my cookie now. Deuces. Bye. And if you're all caught up on our podcast, stay tuned for a promo from the Jock and Nerd podcast. You've heard others, but nothing could prepare you for the shameful stupidity that is the Jock and Nerd podcast. Here, Imran. So if you offend everyone at once, it all it's a wash. I've covered everybody. Anthony. Sorry, I was texting. Say that again. And Rug Boy. Yeah, whenever there's a snowstorm, my slack hole tightens up. As they talk over one another. Just exactly uh, the same Connor as was J- the Terminator. We're talking over each other. It's fine. Sorry. Swear. I had boobies. And ask you for money. Just give us the money. Witness the hubris as they claim to be the world's authority on comic book movies. Who said that? Never said that. You've never said that. Who cares? A jock said that. Comic book, TV, movie, reviews, news, and whatever they choose. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you find your favorite podcasts. The Jock and Nerd Podcast. It can't be silly, goofy fun. Seriously, people really listen to this. Uh, jock and Nerd. 